episode of Omni Asks. Uh, this week we're joined by Michael from Future Collective. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, you're muted. Let me unmute you real quick. <laughs> there we go. I just, uh, <laughs> for the echo, I'll probably just mute myself when I'm not talking. Ah, uh, okay. Um, sure. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself at all? Okay, there we go. Um, yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Michael. I run Future Collective. Um, I guess I can't post my thing because it says no invite links. <laughs> hmm. um, if you DM it to me, I'll post it. Or okay, I don't know. We'll, we'll get. It. We'll work it out. Uh, DM's okay. fine. That's Storm's responsibility, not mine. Uh, and then, am I? So I'm posting in AMA. Is that where I'm supposed to post? Well, so you'll just respond here. The whole thing will be recorded, so there'll be a vo- uh, sort of podcast transcript. <laughs> Okay, and then yeah. where am I finding the questions? Or are you asking uh, I'll the ask them, and then we can respond. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So anyways, yeah, so I'm Michael. I'm going to run Future Collective, a uh, music label with about eight labels under it, ranging from bass music to future beats to chill to wave to trap to a bit of everything. Um, for a living, I teach artists and labels how to grow and develop with one-on-one consultations. I've been doing that for a couple of years full-time. Super grateful to live off of music full-time as well. Um, this year, trying to do a lot more shows in a lot of different cities so I can meet everyone. And uh, currently trying to find some music that is breaking boundaries, which is easier said than done. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Um, righty. Well, you don't know it, but you've just answered the first question, which was from Lenny, which is, I'm confused. Who is Michael? So congratulations, we've already done one. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, we've done it. I don't think you need to mute yourself, by the way. It might be fine. Leave it unmuted for now and see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's start out with first question. This is probably the most pertinent question and most important question that I'm going to ask uh, all night. So straight up from Ico. Um, why did you steal the Omniversal logo? You're kidding me, right? Why'd you do Bro. it? Why'd you do How it, How long has Omniversal been around? Michael, why'd you do it? Answer the question. Oh my God. Answer the question. How long How long has Omniversal been around? I, it's not an answer to the question. I want, I want, <laughs> I want an honest Bro, answer. Bro, we were literally here. the first music Discord. If you're going to try this, I'm going to go ahead. I've got a lawyer, bro. I will okay. sue you for the Infinity logo. <laughs> okay. Fight me. So this is from Mason. What inspired the design of the logo then? If you didn't steal it from us, which we all know you did, what's going to be your plausible deniability for uh, your inspiration behind the logo? So um, about 10 years ago, I was, I guess I'll, I guess I'll say it. So um, (laughs) I was hanging out with my friends. We were smoking some hookah and my friends, uh, bought these nitrous things, you know, like whipped cream canisters. Yeah, 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 whippets. And we had some fun, yeah, whippets and nitrous. And I did like a couple of them and I put my head back and I kind of drifted off for like, I don't know, what, what felt like minutes, but it was probably like 30 seconds. And yep. I kind of felt as if I knew the answer to the universe for a moment. And the only way I could put it into 
um, a symbol or words was to draw this logo with an open-ended infinity, as if to say that although we live in this continuous um, stream, this continuous flow, there's still room for discrepancies and room for variation. So even if things are infinite, there's still that small gap of uh, of chance of variables. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's the first time I've been public with that. So cool. You guys are lucky. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty deep. <laughs> I was not expecting bit. the answer to be that deep. I thought it was going to be like, because uh, the it l- look cool and be good. But no, it's like, damn. Okay, fair enough. Yo, hit that fucking vape though, bro. Yeah, see, that's Yo, also what you what you vaping. Um, no, it's not coming milk, through the mic. I just saw it on the the the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on strawberry milk yeah. for like four years. Oh, that's pretty epic. I got um this raspberry lemonade flavor that's really, really nice at the oh. moment. But uh, anyway, this is not vape podcast, but it could be, and it probably <laughs> should be. That's not a bad idea. Last week we had cooking podcast. This week we're gonna have vape podcast. Uh, next week, I don't know. Maybe uh, magic? That could be cool. Dude, the ghost pepper extract? I literally saw that video today of some guy vaping ghost pepper extract. Jesus. Fucking, that sounds yeah. awful. I was stumbling in the depths of Reddit. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, well, uh, in a similar vein, uh, this is not similar at all, but we're going to segue it anyway. <laughs> um, this is... From Neo, what's your favorite part about owning a collective? Oh my gosh, bro. So, my favorite part of owning a collective kind of also coincides with why I do what I do for a living, which is um, just helping artists grow. Because mm-hmm. my favorite part of running a collective is seeing progress over time and seeing yeah. someone that would literally go from, you know, under 100 followers, making kind of cool music to flash flashing forward two years and now they're touring the world making a living for music so just seeing the monumental growth that can happen and seeing how someone's life can change in a matter of years months even days um it's just honestly so inspiring to see it happen every year i find a couple people that you know i stumble upon and then boom just to see kind of like what they're doing so like something something was an example of an artist that flew into our inbox that had probably like a hundred followers and now he's you know making a living from music i mean like quiet bison was on our discord i think a couple years ago and he he played this song that just like blew everyone's mind and i had to have it and now look at him you know collaborating with like flume and what's so not and yeah chromanichi is my favorite example because definitely found him at like 100 followers too and just seeing him grow to do what he's doing now and staying so modest and humble just like gives me so much hope and respect and appreciation and yeah so i think that's my longer answer there just growth over time cool yeah nice fair enough um righty this is from june sky and au um what's the process for reviewing and approving songs like Hmm, okay so Number one, when we're looking at submissions to be released on Future Collective, mm-hmm. we really ask specifically that you're making a track specifically for Future. So I don't generally accept tracks like I used to, where it's just people just sending in tracks that are cool. Uh-huh. I really require people to submit based on a theme for Future. So the last five years, we've made sure all of our um, 
compilations are themed around uh-huh. some type of element, whether it's like an element of anxiety or a theme of a color or a theme of the weather, some type of reason to people make for people to make a song that way it's like different and it can kind of be put together. Uh, but for all the other submissions that people give me that they just made because they want to make music, we've got uh, eight labels that uh, I own underneath future. So uh-huh. yeah. So we typically start people off in the smaller ones. Oops. And as the music gets better, as they stay loyal, as they keep on sending us stuff, then we'll kind of bring them up higher and higher on the pyramid until the pyramid is like future collective and our friends below the surface play it louder night out collective. Um, and underneath that, we've got other, other friends of ours that are in that circle of labels too. Um, so that way, like, you know, if you send it to us, it could still go out to 20 different labels, um, depending on what I think and how I want to help you and how, what friends of mine that run labels need some music. Um, and then we have, um, right now we have submit hub. So you go there and it's like a dollar for a submission or dollar 25. Our team reviews it. Obviously if you're broke or don't have money, join our discord. Uh, we've got ARs in the chat all the time. So you can send them your music and they'll give you feedback. Um, and if they like it, they'll pass it up and that's kind of how the process works. Cool. So I'm going to start submitting all my big room tracks now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can't do the big room, my friend. Yeah, actually, yeah, I guess I could. I, I have a couple friends. No, I, I don't make big room, but I should. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I've, I've heard you. I've heard oh. your private stash. Oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah. How did you find that? God damn it. Don't worry about it. I made a big room remix of the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire theme once as a joke. Does that? Are cool? you kidding me? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that, I actually need to hear that. Huh. I, I think it's lost to the ages. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. This is from Solaroy. This is a question that I don't completely understand, but this is: uh, Do you remember Joe? Uh, do I remember Joe? Yes. There has probably been so many dozens of Joes that I wouldn't know where to start with that question. Okay. So I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just going to fill in the rest of the joke for Solaroy and say Joe Mama. Um, and that's oh what he's probably gosh. going for. I have no clue, though. Oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll have to DM <laughs> make sure I follow that one up. Um, yeah, I'll wild it out here. Q, just for reference, the Ace Attorney Big Room remix, that was also by me. Um, uh, okay. Let's see. This is from Talon. What's an artist uh, you hope uh, will one day be on the label? You can say a fancy one and a realistic one. Ooh, okay. Um, so for me, I would absolutely love if some of my favorite artists were on the label. So like Saruta and Sam Gillitree really come to mind. Mr. Carmack would be a pipe dream that I think is probably impossible. Saruta... I also think would, I think all those would actually be pretty impossible. Um, <laughs> other artists I think are a little bit more reasonable, but still would be crazy dreams. Uh, Zadi has been a dream of mine ever since I found him. East Ghost would be sensational. Um, I'd love to release with Thuk. Um, dot, mm-hmm. dot. Uh, and then Decap and Dillip. Those would probably be some of my top ones I'd love to release with. What about Skrillex? I mean, yeah, yeah, that would definitely be a pipe dream, but I think at the same time, like, it would have to fit. Look, like, I mean, no, but with someone like Skrillex, I would probably release anything. Um, you gotta, you gotta shoot for the stars, man. You just gotta believe in yourself, and you're gonna get Skrillex. It's gonna happen. Ooh, I, love it. I love it. Okay. 2020 future gets Skrillex. It's happening. Year. 
Okay, I like it. I like it's it. It's possible. It's possible. Manifestation, baby. Yes. Okay, here we go. From from AU. Um, what are some of your favorite songs on the collective? Mm, okay. Can I drop links in the chat? Sure. Cool. The question is SoundCloud or audience. I think everything's on SoundCloud, so I'll go with SoundCloud. Um, my number one. Uh, actually, this this playlist I have here does a pretty good job of going over a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my top number one song is probably this song, Chromanichi Cerulean. And the reason why it's probably my top song is because when it was probably like a year after working with Chromanichi, and I'm like, yo, man, I want an EP. And we decided, or he decided, to make this EP like based around colors. Uh-huh. Um, and we made up all these colors to do songs um, inspired by it. And he got, he got like two or three songs finished. But then he was play, uh, playing a show in Austin, Texas with Johnny Pearson, Night Owl Collective and stuff. And someone broke into Johnny's car and stole Chromanichi's laptop, oh, which shit. had and a bunch of other stuff, which had all those tracks on him. So those okay. tracks were all gone except for this one. And this oh, one was shit. Cerulean. Damn. Inspired by the track, or inspired by the color Cerulean. Um, and yeah, so so we released it. I think it did really well across platforms and it just speaks to me on such a nice emotional level. And then um, another one of my like top three is probably this one by Portland Homies, Pacific Patterns and Torrance. Um, I was outside of a show one night and my friend Pacific Patterns like... Let, let me hear this song like from his phone and i was like what is this i need to have this <laughs> and this was um one of the few singles i've done and the first single i really pushed on like anything um mostly on soundcloud but yeah got like the most expensive artwork i've paid for and had a big promo plan and it was like that really kind of helped me show okay if I really do this with more of a plan than ever, get blogs, get proper artwork, get proper promotion, um, I can get good exposure for for myself and the artists. Cool. Fair enough. Um, righty. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we had that one. Let me cross that off the list. Cool. Um, this is from Foley. What inspired you to decide the theme of your collective? Hmm. What inspired me to decide the theme of my collective? Huh? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just kind of go over like what inspired me to do future collective. Cause I think you'll kind of get the theme from that. Sure. Um, 1920. Then we can join Mason's probably, question on this as well. <laughs> so probably like eight years ago, um, I lost my friends, my family, my house, my job, my girlfriend, my car, my, yeah, everything that I possibly had, I lost. And I was on the brink of suicide. I was massively oh, depressed. Shit. And the only thing that kept me going was music. And throughout months of just spending many nights um, alone, only with music to kind of like keep me alive and sane, I somehow one day just kind of had this hope and this purpose, this purpose of sacrificing my life to help others mm-hmm. and decided then music, you know, was the answer. So I started DJing, started producing. I was so bad at producing and I would spend a lot of time like just getting frustrated with production and go on SoundCloud and like, you know, find music to mix. And when I was finding all this music to mix, I was seeing all these artists and work getting discovered. I'm like, yo, 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 no, I need to help these people somehow. 
Um, so mm. I started a label with a goal in mind of bringing like-minded people together and to give listeners a place to be given hope and to give producers a place to let their dreams come true. So everything kind of tying in together to help, you know, people get careers and help those listeners that might be sad or depressed or suicidal to give them a reason to live. Um, and so I think a big theme of future is to bring people together and give people hope. Wow. That's, uh, that's, that's really cool. Um, geez. Uh, okay. Wow. I gotta think about how to, how to go from this one. Cause that was, uh, yeah, take your time. We can, yeah. we can, we can be fun. We can be serious. Yeah. Uh, no, it's cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jesus, that's quite the origin story. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. This is from storm from storm Z. Uh, what types of music are you into outside of the kind of music featured on Future Collective? Yeah. Um, so definitely some like indie pop, indie, indie rock. Um, just discovered this band today called Super Organism. It's oh, cool, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, because I'm from Seattle. I live in Portland. So just that indie sub pop kind of uh, genre is like, you know, really popular here. And I feel like with the indie scene, it's been pretty dry the last few years. So to hear like some more cool music coming out definitely um, keeps me inspired. But there's a couple deep house artists I like. And then, yeah, just like my old indie days of like, yeah, 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 and Silver Sun pickups and the strokes. And I'll oh, still yeah, put yeah. it on every couple weekends. Sure. But Go nowadays, like, Sun. I do, <laughs> yep, yep. No, I was, yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I listen to more but nowadays, stuff, like, but yeah, I think they're coming out with something. Oh, no, no, sorry. Um, but yeah, now that like I spend so much time doing music, it's like I actually don't listen to music as much outside of work because I'm working at least 60 hours a week with music stuff. Oh, one of my A&R Conda is on. Hi, Conda. Oh, hello. We had, a, we had a fun night a couple nights ago. What happened? Um, our friend East Ghost was playing with uh, Minnesota, Phelan of the Trees, and Thuk. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty fun night, although I've got a bruise on my head because I fell on my friend's knee. But <laughs> what? It was worth How? It. Oh, um, we were in the green room or whatever, and I was like trying to get in between um, him, Ryan, my uh, my roommate, and then like some other person. I just like fell face first, like on his knee. If you're on Twitch right now, you can probably see. Can you see the battle scar? Let's see. Let me check. I can't see it. Oh yeah, there we go. Right over there. Oof, that's bad. Damn. Yeah. Yep. Lesson learned. Can't believe I can't believe you fucking died. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. May as well. Damn. Damn. It's a tough scene. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah. So that was fun. Cool. This is a good follow up, actually. This is from Galaxy. Um. That's a interesting name. Galaxy. Uh, other than simply following artists and tracking artists' releases, as a music music curator and as a person who runs and is involved with multiple labels, what's the most effective uh, and slash why are your techniques for staying on top of the music scene and keeping up with what's on the radar? I mean, honestly, it comes down to still spending tons of time checking my feeds. Check my audience feed, my SoundCloud feed, social media feed. Um, I'm not a big Spotify feed guy, but I'll still check my release radar every week. And then also, uh, 
just having a team of A&R and having all these label friends that send me stuff. It's like most all the music I get is from discord. Um, literally it's not hard whatsoever. It would be like, if I stopped like responding to messages and going on social media, then it would be hard. But because like my whole day consists of going on all these platforms, it's like, I'm always kind of seeing what's new. <laughs> like there might be a certain point where I get big enough where I don't do this work myself, like where I don't do my own social media or do my own finding music or promotion, then, then it might get difficult. But, you know, my day is so social. That I'm always chatting with so many people that, that it's like impossible for me to not know like what's coming next. So, okay, cool. Um, righty. This is a important question from Emma. Um, hey, Vsauce, Michael here. Where are your fingers? Where are your fingers, Michael? I got, I got eight fingers and two thumbs right there. What's up, Twitch? Damn. Check my fingers out. Check, check my fingers out. Damn. Fucking confirmed. <laughs> um, and will you promise to never listen to her music? No, I've listened to Emma's music. Wait, wait, wait. How, I don't know if I have. I feel like Emma never wants me to hear it. <laughs> Damn. So I'm not going to promise so that. That promise I still is want. already broken. Damn. Big rip. Big rip. Tough fucking scene. Um, righty. Let's see. This is from Alpha Swine. What inspired the term future with the PH, of course? And what do you hope to Bro, accomplish uh, with said purpose-driven name? Dude, so I told you, like, the story of the logo, the story of why I started Future. There's a lot of reason and purpose there. But literally, it was, it was Future Collective because... Future with an F was taken. It was so horrible. So horrible, bro. Everything else has so much meaning. But I've also like feel like I've come too far where I can't change it. Fair. There was a point like a year into it where I thought about it, but then I think I even did. Um but then yeah, I just couldn't so can you explain everything else has purpose. Can you explain the naming of any of the sub labels? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um we have presently lifted preconceived mm -hmm. notions. Um presently lifted is supposed to be in the present moment so what is present in bass music future collective is what's coming next with music future collective is the future of what's on the forefront whereas preconceived notions is kind of like the past so <laughs> not like not like dated music but stuff that isn't like super cutting edge but still chill stuff that won't like die over time because it's just you know it's already been preconceived like big room house so <laughs> like big room house exactly <laughs> um but yeah with those labels i kind of try to do like a past present and future theme uh -huh. and then uh yeah all, all of them kind of like have their own little um ties to future collectives like just being a main like always family is where we're really pushing up the smaller smaller bass musicians um future vibes is another future oriented where it's more like the future of future bass okay. um and then Destinuna is kind of a standalone. It's supposed to be like a mythical world. So like a slightly off branch of future, but still in future, but a mythical world like outside of it where uh, you're just kind of taken away through ethereal tunes that, that give you hope and inspiration. And then like Rackets over here, we have Aunt Molly, little mm -hmm. future's little aunt over there. Um, and then 
Yeah, I know I'm forgetting some other ones, but yeah, they all kind of like tie in together into this like world. Okay. Wow. So it's sort of like this big interconnected web almost of Mm -hmm. labels. Cool. Um, Righty. This is from Mason. Uh, What artists revolutionized your current taste in music? Oof, okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, Diversa is my favorite artist of all time. Uh, One of my favorite artists that totally inspired a a lot of what I do. And then Sam Gillard, Tree, Saruta, Mr. Carmack, all like idols that really inspired the kind of music that I want to push. Um, So that's kind of why future is like this half and half, half chill, future beatsy music. And then like half experimental or bass music. And I think um, a combo of diversa, Sam Gillitree, Saruta and Carmack kind of represents like the upper echelon, the best of the styles that I like to push. Okay. Cool. So sort of inspiration across the board. Um, this is from Bosco. Uh, he says, hi, I'm Bosco producer. I've been making music for three years now and my first album just dropped and I'm in music production school here in Amsterdam, but people don't really seem to care about my music. How do I get an active audience slash people who care about my music? And then he also goes on to ask, uh, the submission process for future, which you said it was submit hub, right? Um, yep. Yep. So to submit the future, you can go over to submit hub. You can find the link on our website or SoundCloud or Audius. Um, and you'll get your tracks heard by Rackin and Condo. Maybe myself as well. They're actually in here right now. Um, but then as far as like to answer your question with like how to get heard, um, there's a couple really important things that I recommend. So number one, it's being active on different socials or communities to find like-minded people that you can network with, connect with. Discord is a classic example of this. Um, you know, I really believe you should surround yourself with as many like-minded people as possible because it's a lonely world out there and it can be a lot less lonely, at least online. And then additionally, um, yeah, I, w- I would say start releasing like one track every three or four weeks. <clears throat> we do have this... Um, discord used for like repost trading on different platforms um i think it's super beneficial to trade like-minded support so that way like you know you can help other people get heard and then and then also you get heard as well um here's part of the link right there um and then yeah i i think other things that i would mention would be trying to get a label release every three or four months collaborating with as many people as you can trying to drop those collabs on your pages or labels or other people's pages. Um, and then like, I got to say like for a living, I do teach artists growth and development. So if you ever need help, <laughs> we've got our Patreon and that Patreon is literally built for you guys to, yay. Thank you. Is built for you guys to um, receive help from me to help you grow as an artist. Great. Well, so I, hope I, that, I, hope that, I hope that helps you Bosco. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, this is from, from mackerel how did you get involved with submit hub Hmm. (laughs) gosh racket conda you guys might have to help me out here because before we had this google form and this google form was just like 
super, super hard to navigate and organize. And also, you know, I've, it's hard for me to like pay my team for submissions since we barely make like that much money off the streams themselves. Um, but then we found Submit Hub and it was like, yo, okay, they get paid for the submissions. We have a filter process to make it so it's not just like all on Discord. That's right. After the forum, we actually moved to a Discord submission process, but that got kind of crazy too. So Submit Hub was just nicer for organization and a way for us to make some extra money. Okay. I think Conda and Racket can chime in too if there's something else I'm forgetting. Let's see. <sighs> well, uh, what I'll do is I'll move on to the next question. If I see anything from them, we'll uh, yeah. jump back to them. Okay, this is this is from Q. Have you Hello. heard of the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Oh, I've heard of the Muffin Man. You've heard of the Muffin Man. That's crazy, dude. That's that's absolutely freaking nuts. I'm actually homies with the Muffin Man. We uh, we had Muffin Man. Damn. We had sushi a couple nights ago. It was good. Oh shit! Damn. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to I think it was a uh, Muffin Mari. Muffin. <laughs> yeah. That was not even funny, bro. Do not laugh at that joke. That, that joke was one of the worst jokes I've ever said in my life. <laughs> it's fucking stupid as shit. I've never fucking heard. Fucking <laughs> muffin, Mari. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Well, there's a restaurant recommendation there. Uh, <laughs> going back to the cooking theme. Uh, okay, let's see. This is from. It's from. Uh, this is from WRNG. Wrong, I guess. Uh, they ask, uh, "What do you do in your spare time other than any music-related stuff?" So, what do you uh, do outside of music? So, I'll wake up around like eight. My work will typically start at like ten. So, from eight to ten, I will chill on YouTube, maybe go for a run, go on Reddit a little bit, do some social media stuff, and then from like ten to ten to ten, it's work. So me doing the meetings that I have with clients or onboarding artists and labels onto um, various projects and platforms. For example, you guys better all be on Audius. And then probably, I don't know, I'll watch basketball when basketball is in season. And then Pokemon Go, I'm a big fan of. And today's like a special community day. So I'll be doing that after this. And then I like bowling. So pretty much it's all music though. And I just work all, all day, every day. But I love what I do. But there's just always so many things to do. It's not even funny. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, cool. This is a question from Maxwell, one of the Audius mods. Who is the Google? most epic mod on the Audius server and why? Wow. Don't fuck mm. it up. Don't fuck it up. Oh man, honestly, I'm gonna say Alex, Audius Alex. Damn, he's the answer. He is always there to protect us. He's always there to be the uh, the middleman of honesty and fairness and justice. And then I'm probably the second second best. Storm is probably like last. So, yep. Okay. Oh no, is Storm here? Is Storm here right now? Yeah, Storm. Oh here. no, Storm is the oh, worst. No. no, Storm is the worst. Uh-oh. To be fair. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we all know. We yeah, all know I mean, he sort of pretends to be the the, the owner here, um, and he sort of pretends to be, you know, above us all, but everybody knows that all the bad ideas on this server 100% stem from Storm of Z. <laughs> Uh, oh, I can't be this mean. Oh, let, let's stop. Storm's no, the best, okay? No, yeah. no, no. Storm is the shite. <laughs> Look, in my ideal uh, future for this server, it's going to be me and AU at the top. We're going to have the mods. They can stay. They're chill. Uh, well, maybe kick solo, right? Um, and then Storm's going to be banned. That's the way forward for the server. I don't, know, I don't know if I approve, man. Like, Storm is pretty nice, to be honest. Mm, I don't know. I'll think about it. We'll think about it. Uh, Ooh, Lap City just dropped some music on uh, Audius. Oh, shit. Boom. Oh, shit. I love finding a track that I just, like, instantly repost before even listening to it. Like, anything upscale, upscale recordings, just, like, instant repost. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Cool. This is from... Ba -ba 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 -ba. This is from Shane. I know you took a break, uh, a much needed break back in 2019. Uh, how do you avoid burnout with all the work and how do you balance your personal time? Dude, I'm still trying to figure that out. Because <laughs> like, yeah, what was it? A year, a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, I just all of a sudden got hit with a uh, panic disorder. Just started having panic attacks oh, and it gave me really bad anxiety, brought back a depression. Um just because I was just working so much. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, started doing yoga, started eating better, started working out, and have been pretty healthy since. But I think now, I, uh, yeah, I get more me time. Because before, back then, that was literally 12 to 14 hours a day of work without anything else. It was just nonstop doing stuff on the computer to further future, to further myself. Um, whereas now, I always have time in the morning for myself. I always write down what I have to do every single day. I've got three friggin' notebooks all around me and a big calendar on my desk. Um, so it keeps me organized. If I ever have a thought pop in my head where it's like, fuck, I need to do that, I write it down. Throughout the day or the week or the month, I'll look at my to-do list, slowly cross them off. Um, and yeah, just every time I wake up, I always wake up early enough to have some time for me. Um, same with the night. I always have enough time at nights now to chill and not respond to Discord messages, not do all my tasks. <laughs> just like, all right. I do my work for the day, and then I have time to go on YouTube, play Pokemon Go. Um, used to be time to make music, but I just barely have time for that anymore. Fair. Or I what? do have time, but it's just like hard to stay motivated. How do you manage your sleep, generally? Because you're saying um, you wake up with enough time for me time, which is something I'm very much questioning at the moment. <laughs> with uh, uni you and, wake up and all early. this shit. Because like, if you start your work at 8, find a way to wake up at 5. Even if, even if that means going to bed at like nine or 10. Um, but honestly, like sleeping less will give you more time in the day. I feel like seven hours is more than enough time. And I typically always get seven hours of sleep. Back when mm -hmm. I was in my prime of work and work and work, and I would have a lot of like five and a half, six hour nights. But I think having a good amount of sleep is super, super valuable. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I will try that. I'm sleeping like five at the moment, so we're we're. Oh no, yes, more, bro. But no. if that means you're making more music, then that's kind of worth it. If you're not too tired. <laughs> Confirmed. Medical diagnosis right there. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> um, 
Okay, this is uh, another one from Bosco. Would you recommend DJing with like a DJ controller, like a DJ set, or getting into Ableton Live sets? I personally, I would say a DJ controller uh, just for DJing. But if you want to do cool, music yeah, shit, I like I like DJ controllers. To be honest, um, Ableton Live sets are cool too. But I feel like most everyone starts off mm-hmm. using controllers and going to CDJs. Then once you have enough music and time, then you can like make a live set. But I think. Uh, yeah, I would 100% say controllers because then that's like one less thing you have to do. Yeah. And for me, like if I'm spending my whole day in Ableton to make music and then I want to start mixing, if I'm in Ableton again, it's going to seem like kind of arduous. Whereas at least yeah. this way you can switch between like Tractor and Serato and it's like a different program. It's like almost like a different thing you're doing. So it's not like doesn't make it seem like it's as tedious. Okay, here we go. Here's the here's the million dollar question. Record box or Serato? So, uh neither tractor. <laughs> Sorry. It said no one ever. Sorry. Well no, I'm actually using CDJs for like my first time on Friday and I still oh, I've got these USBs next to me, but I still haven't like gotten record box and shit. And I need to do that. I've been procrastinating. But my, my roommate who's been on tour, who's gonna gonna be on tour for the next few months, um has this like DDJ SX, which is pretty much like CDJs. So I'm excited to play around with it because I haven't used it yet. So it'll be nice. You just gotta 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 use record bugs. It's the way forward. Um, as long as no Serato. Sorry, just no Serato and we'll be okay. Uh, fair. Serato's <laughs> not even that bad. It's all about preference, you know. But for me, I just love uh, the feel of Tractor. What about it? Do you like uh, the live remix decks? I love the effects on there. Um, I like the interface. Yeah, I also like the controllers that are compatible with Tractor. There's, I don't know, they're they're both. They both. I started off on Serato, and I used to have this um, Switch Flick. Switch. I, I forgot what it was called. Twitch. I think it was the Twitch Innovation Twitch. Oh, that thing was so fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just been on Serato or Tractor for so long. Damn. That I like it. I had a fun one with um, the CDJs we have at my uni. Um, they don't have hotcues on them, and all my library and record box is all with hotcues. So I now have oh, no. my whole library and set fucking memory cues so I can actually use them. That sounds annoying, yeah. but worth it. Just bring in my DDJ. We'll be good to go. Here we go. This is from Racket. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure song? Mmm. <laughs> My guilty pleasure. Let's see. Well, I'm a big vapor. I don't think that's news to anyone. So vaping isn't really a guilty pleasure. <laughs> um. Yeah, but music-wise, though. Oh, is yeah. this like a music guilty pleasure? Yeah. Oh, What's your okay. guilty pleasure uh, song? Yeah. Bro, there's that. There's this like one chain smoker song. I don't know what song that is, but uh, I always like search chain smokers until I find it. <laughs> but uh, whatever that is. Oh, Roses? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. fire. Oh. And then uh, Selena Gomez. I want to be good for you, good for you. <laughs> oh, that song is just super sexy. Um, And then Vanessa Carlton, anytime one of five Vanessa Carlton's come on, I will sing every single lyric and belt it out. <laughs> Damn. 
yeah, I actually probably have way too many guilty pleasures, but Rocket, we're going to talk about those in person when I see you this yeah. year. You have shout out happening. side effects by chain smokers, though. That's actually a fucking banger. All right, I'm not going to listen to it. Uh, it's, Carry like, on. it's like Future House. <laughs> Nearly. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll take a listen because if I like that Rosa song, there's probably others I oh, like. Oh, it's not, like, it's not future based, though. It's like actually proper future house. Almost. Sort of. I don't want to get into this, bro. I, I'm not <laughs> compared to genres of chain smokers right now, okay? Some other day. Okay. Yeah. I can do it. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> well, I think we're <laughs> running out of questions. Let's see if uh, anybody want to throw any more out. Let's see. Mm. Don't don't ever make I did not you skip it. you fully. Hmm. I did not skip you fully. No, I Storm, I've seen all there's some repeat questions, Storm, so I haven't like asked the rep- repeated questions. Can't Dude, believe Storm's so- trying to tell me how to do my job. This is unreal. This is another reason why Storm's the worst. We're Yo, screaming. no, let, let's drop some emojis if you love Storm, all right? No. Drop okay, here we go. Aiko, this is a good question. What do you top your nachos with? <laughs> this what was I asked last top? week. This was asked last week as well. What do I top my nachos with? Yeah. Um, Probably the ZO filter. I'm a big, big fan of that. If we're looking at notch filter. Oh, what do I top my nachos, nachos or my notches? <laughs> nachos. I thought you said notches. I thought we were talking about like filters and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, I like combining sour cream and guacamole. No, guacamole and salsa, and then lettuce is a must. Yes. And then if I have some sour cream on there, I'd be pretty happy. So thermal paste. Oh my god, Q. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. True. Yeah, that Q does have a point. Actually. Thermal paste. You win. Oh my god, here we go. From Racket. I don't know if you want to go into this one, but here we go. What presidential candidate are you rooting for? Straight in the fucking politics. Bernie Sanders, man. Like, uh, so here's the thing. Like, I feel like no matter who it is, it's still going to be a puppet that doesn't really have any chance of changing anything. But at the same time, Donald Trump did a good job of helping our economy. We had a Republican. That's good. But now we need a Democrat to help save the planet or a libertarian to really help save the planet. So, yeah, I think it's honestly kind of good for us to go back between Republicans and Democrats because then we get four years of saving the planet, four years of fixing the economy, back and forth. So it's like a balance, you know? So, I yeah. could I could go really hard into politics right now. I'm just not going to. We're just going to yeah, leave I feel it like that I, one. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. This is from Storm. Uh, what are some of your other favorite collectives outside of Future? Duh. Oh, my gosh. So, Partica is killing it right now. Bonsai are the boys. Night Owl Collective and Below the Surface and Play Louder are my best friends. Um, and then, as far as, like, all the, the smaller ones that really need some more love, I think Bass Music Network is... Um, gonna have some good content coming out soon sine wave surfers is really 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 just all about bringing the smaller people up lunchbox always puts out quality content um more creativity records is probably like definitely my top three like favorite labels that are gonna take over 2020 definitely check out more creativity um i'm forgetting and then kumo collective is doing a good job they're they're really killing their promo gang and then 
outside of like collectives, I think Sushi Bombers on Twitter is or Sushi Bombers on Twitter and Spotify is doing such an amazing job of helping showcase these like smaller artists to Spotify. And people on Spotify really don't have that many ways to get heard unless you're paying for it or you have a label release or you put in a lot of work to do promotion. Um, so yeah. Cool. I mean, actually, I uh, actually made a guide on Spotify on how to get plays on Spotify. I'd love to give a copy away right now. Maybe we could have everyone guess the number between like one and a hundred and we pick the closest number. Okay. Let's, 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 uh, I'll ask some questions. People throw in numbers between one and a hundred in AMA and I'll ask some questions and we'll come back to it. Cool. You have one minute though, guys. Okay. Yeah, <coughs> yep. Okay. One guess for this is from Shane. Um, how do you respond to collab bro and other thirst spam? This is good. I like this. So honestly, like, by the way, collab bro. I'm down. Yeah. Are you on Ableton? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. So like, honestly, if you're the one sending these messages, you should start with genuine conversations and connections and ask them how they're doing. Start a friendship. But if you're getting those message messages, like racket said, Collab with them. If you're not a larger artist, if you're not playing a lot of shows, if you're not super busy, collab with as many people as you can. Like, I think Racket, who is that person you collab with? That Was it Drowden? Someone sent him a message on SoundCloud was like, collab bro or something. And Racket said yes to Drowden. And then we dropped them presently lifted. And it's a fire <laughs> song. Because most people, when they see those messages, just ignore them. But until you're at the point where you're doing music so much that you don't have time, I say do it. Cool. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's 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 a good way to look at it, actually. All right, random number generator. Okay, random number. Here we go. Oh, Let's shit. see if I can show you on my screen. Um, I'm gonna put one in, in as well. I'm going with uh, okay. twenty twenty-five. Is this it? That's not working, is it? Sorry, I'm trying to show you my screen on Twitch, guys. Charm bar, Discord, charm bar, search bar, start. Chrome. Here we go. Okay. There we go. All right. So random number between 100. The number is 75. I saw someone get a 69. Yeah, so that, was, uh, that was Senpai Beats. So that's Unicorn Scepter, Senpai Beats. Yep. Yeah, you and... Oh, wait, 80. Oh, yeah. No, oh, Mackerel got it. Yeah. Mackerel got it by uh, one. It's the fucking woo. Price is Right strategy. Good job, Mackerel. Fucking All one right. by one. So I'm going to send it to you. I typically sell this guy for like 40 or 50 bucks. So please don't uh, send it to anyone if possible. Um, hey, Michael, send it to me. No. Oh, you didn't hear that, Michael. Michael, you didn't hear that. <laughs> but uh, cool. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful time. Do we have any more questions before I... Uh, we got one update? more from Rocket and then we'll we'll finish Yay. up because we're out. Yep. Um, so the, would you is, ever... Oh, would you ever release a bedroom pop song on Future? Yeah, probably like XXYYXX is one of my favorite artists. And I feel like he's done some like bedroom pop. Maybe I don't know the genre enough. Is that like, is bedroom pop like PC music or is it like? I'm not actually really sure to be honest. Um, it feels quite um quite vague. Billie Eilish. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, honestly, Billie Eilish is like some of her stuff is dark enough for me. Some of the stuff she sings over. Like I wouldn't put it past anything. Like, I think in general, I'm always looking for what's the next potential, like, emotionally captivating big sound that's out there. Something that just captivates emotion. So even regardless of genre, 
I just want it to capture an emotion that I feel represents future collective. So if there's bedroom pop or deep house or side trance, if it captures that emotion that is future collective, then I'm, I never limit by genre. I also don't really label stuff by genre. I don't like doing that because it just limits things. Sure. <laughs> cool. Um, righty. So should we wrap it up? Do you want to say what, what's coming up? What you got in the works? Stuff like that? I'm actually not going to say too much for what's coming up. Um, I will let you know to follow us on our socials and Discord to be posted. But yeah, be Great. be a part of what we have going on. Most of the magic happens on Discord. As far as music, not going to announce anything yet. You're going to have to wait in here. But it's going to be a couple months until we do put anything out, and you will understand why the wait has been worth it. Um, Skrillex, right? No, I, I really wish I could say who's going to be on the next compilation. It's themed around a theme of pulp, P-U-L-P, pulp. Oh, okay. And it's giving uh, out to be one of our most innovative issues yet, I would say. So I'm okay. very, very excited. Sick. Cool. Uh, well, that's everything. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, man. Um, we got a Twitter now. It's Omniversal on Twitter. You got follow me. And... Uh, that's the small plug. I'm not going to plug my own Twitter. Um, but I could, but I'm not going to. Um, I think we're going to wrap. Oh, this is from Storm. <laughs> Which question was the worst question? Uh, Here we go. Remember, use your brain. The Muffin Man comes to mind, but there's another one. <laughs> Do you remember Joe? That was definitely the one. Yeah, Do you remember okay. Joe? So that's fine. Anything no. that makes fun of Solaroy is a, a good... Good by me. Um, great. Okay. Thanks everyone for coming on. Thank you Still so waiting. much, everyone. I have time. Still waiting for this podcast uh, to get accepted, but we're we're getting there. And taking their sweet ass time to distribute this shit, but we're getting there. Great. <laughs> Thanks so much. Awesome. Awesome, man. Take care, everyone. Uh, talk to you soon. Much love, everyone. Thanks for the time. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.